today. Joe Biden wants to put Americans back on welfare. The NSA gives a very peculiar denial on spying on Tucker Carlson and CNN congrats the Chinese Communist Party on their anniversary because I guess it's just really cool to uh, to give a, a congrats to a party who just likes to, you know, imprison. Uh, well, well, we'll get into it later. Uh, we've got a lot coming up today and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. We have a full table today, so we need to get right into it. We've got Yakubuians, host of the Yakubuians yeah. show. We've got Eric July, Blaze TV contributor. And we also have joining us again Chandler Crump, Gen Z commentator. So we're happy to have all of you here. Um, if you do catch COVID, it's not our fault. So. Back to uh, which, which variant though? <laughs> yeah. Who's the friend of COVID? Gamma? We talking gamma. Delta, yeah. Gamma, yeah, gamma, Epsilon? Lambda. Yeah, there's yeah, an Epsilon we'll just, now too. No, oh, okay. It just be, wait. Though. It will be soon enough. Exactly. Just wait. But whatever you do, don't call it the Chinese virus. Uh, all right. So let's get into the headlines. So the American Families Plan. Apparently, uh, these are analysts that have predicted that, of course, this is President Biden's signature plan. Uh, the American Families Plan would add twenty. 21 million Americans to federal benefit programs. Uh, now, the the this is a 1.8 trillion dollar uh, omnibus bill. So it would be um, two parent households with two preschool age children and incomes up to 130,000 would qualify for federal cash assistance for daycare. Single parents with preschoolers and incomes up to 113,000 would qualify. So they're drastically expanding uh, this welfare state. 57% of all married couple children would receive handouts. 80% of single parent households would enter the entitlement roles. And um, I think that, you know, it's interesting because I maybe previously was not such a cynical person, but you see this and you have to believe that this is intentional, uh, you know, putting people just the way that they're rolling out the child tax care credit, uh, the way that they're they're kind of fronting that money, they're giving it now in advance. They want to give it to you in advance so that, when you take it away, what's the messaging there? We've seen what the messaging is when you have Obamacare that Republicans say, hey, guys, this isn't working. We need to repeal it. And the messaging is the Republicans are trying to take your money. They're trying to take your health care away. They want you to die in the streets every single time we see this. And here we are again uh, with Joe Biden's signature legislation that he wants to to pass this omnibus bill, this one point eight trillion, as uh, my friend Chad Prather yesterday pointed out, is just not even like a recognizable number mm -hmm. when you think about how large that number really is. Uh, and you, that would be putting that many more 21 million more people onto welfare. Yeah, I want to go real fast because we've got a full house. So good to be with you. Okay, it's such an honor. Does to he be give with you hope for the future? No, it's for such the an honor to be with a young mind that that's that's. I'm going to say it on the show. That's got some chutzpah enough, you know, kahunas to do something. Mm -hmm. But I'll say this real quick: a welfare state is the predicator or the predecessor to a failed state around the world. It's coming, right? If you look at the British doll. The second they went on the doll, the British welfare system, and they said, here's the doll, skyrocketed, it went north of 50. The day they crossed 50% of welfare, 
of the population, the populace being on welfare, they lost their country. It's gone. You go to London today and you look at the welfare, it's insane. You can't get people to take a job, yeah. keep a job, and that's where we're going in this country. When you start incentivizing people to not work, mm -hmm. which is what this is, mm -hmm. you're making them a slave. That's the right word, a slave of the government, and that's what they want. So that when you yank that pacifier from the baby, right, right they'll do whatever you tell them to do whatever. I mean, it's a complete submission because I have not anywhere in the world seen you roll the clock back on welfare mm -hmm. e ever. Have we seen that successfully? Yeah. They tried in London a little bit and they go like, nope, the resistance was too high. People said, we'll just strike. Unions will strike. All of a sudden the trucks don't drive. Nothing works. Right. So this is so dangerous, but it's by design. They know what they're doing. A hundred percent. They know. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. saw during the COVID lockdowns, the way that they incentivize people to literally not work with the constant overbearing stimmy checks coming over and over mm -hmm. again. And then you'd see on culture, you know, black Twitter, they'd always be posting, ah, you know what I spent my stimmy check on? I spent it getting some lobster in that new PS5 <laughs> instead of actually using it what it was supposed to be used for. And so investing these, it, uh, investing right. it like a lot of people did, uh, but not enough, obviously. Yeah. And so it's clear that they're going to keep going with the same system of sending Americans money for being, I don't know, citizens, being contributing members of society. I don't think so, because if you're getting money mailed to you every week from the, or every month or so, what was it? It was like every month yeah. from yeah. the government. What, what incentive do you have to work? Because people were actually making more money from the stimmy checks than they were actually working at their jobs because their jobs weren't actually producing anything. And so it's really clear to see that it's not a good thing to keep producing and to keep encouraging. And the Biden administration knows why they're doing it, just like you were saying it, to get to get people weak and not wanting to do anything to get that pacifier onto the baby. And then when they take it away, well, you just become a slave to the government once again. Yeah, it is interesting, Eric, because, you know, I see this happening. You know, I mean, w I, restaurants are in trouble as it mm -hmm. is because they can't hire people uh, because they're turns out they're making more money just sitting at home, as Chandler pointed out. And then you see the uh, the um, uh, Joe Biden coming out and saying, well, I mean, Maybe people should just pay more. Maybe companies just need to be paying course, people more money. And it's solution. like, right, always right. So it's like, okay, so now we're artificially inflating people's yeah. salaries yeah. then? Yeah. Are we, is this the way that we get to federal minimum wage? Like, what are what game are you guys playing? And how long do you think that this can play out before the entire system just collapses? Well, it's dependency and most people are stupid. That's just what this all yeah. boils down to is that if you incentivize their bad behavior, you're of course going to get more of this. But this is by design, not only by that party, but the welfare status and that they want want people dependent. Well, you mentioned it before the show, right before the show started, when it came to Obamacare, it was the same thing. Mm -hmm. Just immediately, once it got uh, implemented, you know how far, how hard, more so difficult it was to try to take that away. What did they do? They start fear mongering, all that sort of stuff. This is exactly what's going to happen now, where you're adding additional people to the welfare state who are leeching off of really the people that are actually working, as well as future generations uh, that are going to be paying for this going uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> into the into the future. Not excited for that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> man. I mean, that those are the people that are really going to feel the brunt of this because they're just again borrowing all of this all of this money to pay for this. Look, this is detrimental uh, to your economy. You've mentioned this. No, there's no such thing as a welfare state, unfortunately, being rolled back. And this is what we're going to see five years from now. The Republicans will try to meet them halfway or something exactly. like, like that. And then we're still going to have <laughs> to bloated, bloated welfare statism because once you start crossing that bridge, you just have to keep on uh, being dedicated to it, unfortunately, because they're going to be successful in being able to fear mongering because it's going to be like, well, you're basically taking food out of this person's mouth in the event that they add all these people to it. But then you want to take 
them away. This is not a sustainable thing, obviously, going into the future. And of course, the people, the leeches, this is the problem with democracy. Yeah, yeah. This is the problem with the state. The leeches will continue to ask for that because you're giving them something for nothing. Mm -hmm. They don't have to produce anything. You're telling them that your only qualification, and then obviously the great great Walter E. Williams as well as Thomas Sowell has been talking about this for so long that's exactly what the welfare state is it says as long as, long as you meet this barrier we're, we're going to give you all of this money the minute you get above it well, we're going to take it all away yep, from yep, you. Yep. And that's what's going to end up happening. So, of course, people don't, aren't going to want to be as productive as they potentially can be because, well, the government's just going to pay for them to do everything. So, let, so let's talk about that for a second because uh, we have a, another part of this Joe Biden, all of the, the money that he wants to spend. Well, your money, right? All of our money, yep. not his money, but your enough. money. Right. <laughs> it's not his. Uh, he's. Not going to be with us for much longer, I don't think. I'm only because people don't live to be, you know, 200 years old. They call him the Titanic for a reason, <laughs> right? So, uh, no, you know, not that I, not that I'm hoping for that, but it just people get old, and then they die. So he doesn't have to worry about that. Everyone else does. But uh, Joe Biden talking about this, and this is another, the infrastructure deal. I mean, all of his plans cost exorbitant amounts of money, and you may be out there wondering how the hell we're going to pay for it. Uh, well, Joe Biden was uh, speaking to these uh, these people over in Wisconsin about this infrastructure deal, and uh, he made a comment about uh, people who were a little more wealthy and how he just doesn't mind if your taxes go up. Watch. <laughs> all of you making over $400,000, I love you. But I don't mind a little bit if your taxes go up a little bit. But all kidding aside, I made a commitment. Nobody, I would not support anything that raised a penny in tax and someone make under 400 grand. And that means in this bill, there is no gas tax. So, uh, of course, Joe Biden wants to, thinks he's going to pay for all of, well, I can't say Joe Biden thinks anything, but whoever is pulling the strings thinks that they are going to uh, just raise the top individual tax rate from 37 percent to 39.6 percent uh, and raise the uh, the capital gains tax rate uh, from a maximum of 20 percent to 39.6 percent. That's for the people. most rotten one. Right? Yep, for insane. people earning more than one million each year. And then, of course, let's not forget that uh, the 15 percent minimum corporate tax rate. Uh, I mean, it's just it, it goes on and on. But even as we're talking about all of these taxes that he would add, it's still it's like, no, I don't think those calculations will still add up to all of the money you plan on spending uh, in all of these bills. Reserve. Don't and, yeah. yeah. That's how it works. Uh, they yeah. get to pay spend money that they don't have. And that's <laughs> the part that flies generally over the head yeah. of of the average individuals that they don't understand that you mentioned one point eight trillion. Imagine that amount of money and people just become yeah. so numb to it like this. Like, what is it? Right. That's a lot of money. And like you mentioned, the numbers don't have to add up. They, of course, don't add up. There's no way that they're going to be able to uh, get all of that money just from even raising taxes on uh, the people that they claim that they're going to want to uh, raise it on. But they know that they don't have to, to do that. And this is what people need to understand about the government or rather the state and how it, it, it functions. It's not a producer. So if you wonder why it's right. like it just breeds inefficiency and why just throwing money at the problem is never the solution. It's not like people at this table where we have to provide something for our customers in order for us to get some sort of money. The minute that we don't, the money, it, it goes away. 
Governments doesn't play, they don't play by that rule. They can print it out of thin air, which again makes us and future generations uh, 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 pay for it in addition to taxing. So this is why they can just throw out these insane amount of numbers and it's like, well, it, it, it's whatever. I'm not going to pay. Like you mentioned, Joe Biden's not going right. to be with us longer. So he's not going to, when, when it does end up collapsing or rather that bubble ends up popping, he's not going to feel any of this. And yeah. a lot of people that are the Nancy Pelosi's of the world, they're not going to yeah. feel any of this. This is the future generations, which is hilarious because they're the ones that claim to care so much about the kids and everything else. Like, they're going to be broke. Mm. I mean, I'll, I'll almost use another term, mm. but they're going to be really, really broke uh, going into the future. We're going to be shoveling do- dollars out of sewers. Zimbabwe, it's, baby. It's going to be in the yeah, way. That's, just, that's exactly it. It is Zimbabwe. And look, here, here's, here's the issue. If you're, you have to produce, and we're not producing at the rate we're spending, of course. Yeah. We're about to put the country into hyperinflation which is the only way to recover, which you can't really recover. Where, here's what happens. When you stress a, a country the way you're stressing it right now financially, you're by default outsourcing production because you can't keep up because you have to start charging more for elements because now the restaurant's saying, listen, we can make ends meet. The $10 meal is now 15 Now all of a sudden people stop working there. So now you're outsourcing. This is how we enrich China. This is how Joe Biden is enriching his buddies around the world. You don't go out and make a policy and say, look, I'm just going to give our country to China. I'm just going to put our country in a hyperinflation state. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to make it impossible for the American producer to produce locally. Now he has to outsource. Now it's pay for play. Now all of a sudden it's, I take care of my friends in the Middle East. And, and this is how you do it in, in, in broad daylight. Throwing money in a hole never fixes the hole, number one. One thing I want to mention with three with, with, with three beautiful people here that are of different race, okay? At what point does the American people realize the attack on the black community, on the Latino community in this country has always been an attack through money mm-hmm. and through welfare. Absolutely. Always. Yeah. 100%. Why would they change their colors now? They've been able to exactly. keep you under their thumb, literally, historically, through welfare. Yep. Yeah, so, so where are the voices other than these voices in the community? You know, this is where I want logic to set in, where your, let's say your Will Smith, your LeBron Jameses, your influential guys to come and say, listen, man, I'm a product of capitalism. Yeah. My name's LeBron James. Uh, this is not how it's done, young man. You don't want to take a welfare check. Right. You want to own the business one day. And so it, it's, it's a ploy and a play to keep those under that have been under and it's a buying of votes. Again, always, they buy votes. Yeah, Chandler, last word on this. Yeah, it's worked for decades, this whole welfare state, and they use it directly to attack every community in different ways. And so I think there are plenty of ways that it's attacked the white community that nobody even knows about. And we can see clearly the ways that it has attacked the black community and the Latina community. And it's really dangerous to see an administration and a president who we know has a history of being involved in these things directly, whether it be his disgusting crime bills or everything he's done. You know, there's a wide history of that, of all that stuff and the things he said as well we know what he stands for and we know that right now he's not really standing for anything but his staff is definitely keeping that legacy going yeah all right we've got more to come first we want to thank our sponsor omega xl so if you are just living your life in pain uh maybe it's neck pain shoulder pain whatever the case may be it doesn't have to be that way what you might not know is that the underlying cause is inflammation is usually what is at the root of people's pain and unless you're defeating the inflammation you can cause permanent damage or you just go to uh you know you go to rub on one of those creams and it feels really awesome for 10 minutes and then it wears off and you're in pain again. You don't 
have to live like that. All right. Omega XL is backed by 35 years of clinical research, and it actually attacks the inflammation that is causing your pain. It gets to that root cause of the problem, neutralizing it and solving it for you. Uh, it is made from the essential uh, fatty acids. They're fatty acids from the pristine waters of New Zealand, which a lot of you out there, I know, I'm going to be sexist for a second and say men out there don't think that natural things work. Ha ha ha, not so fast. This does and it's natural, all right? Let's get you started. Order Omega XL now. You will get a second bottle for free if you go to omegaxl.com slash news. That is Omega OmegaXL.com slash news. We brought to you earlier this week the story of uh, Tucker Carlson, who uh, alleged that the NSA was spying on him. He said a whistleblower had come forward and told him not only that they were spying on him, but gave him information that this person would have only achieved by getting some sort of, you know, Tucker Carlson's emails, text messages, and that sort. Now, I I will tell you, the NSA did respond to these allegations that they were surveilling Tucker Carlson, but I want you to listen very closely to the words that they chose in their statement. Uh, They said on June 28, 2021, Tucker Carlson alleged that the National Security Agency has been, quote, monitoring our electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take this show off the air, end quote. This allegation is untrue. Hmm. We'll come back to that in a second. Uh, Tucker Carlson has never been an intelligence target of the agency, and the NSA has never had any plans to try to take this program off the air. NSA has a foreign intelligence mission. We target foreign powers to generate insights on foreign activities that could harm the United States. Uh, With limited exceptions, e.g. an emergency, the NSA may not target a U.S. citizen without a court order that explicitly authorizes the targeting. Now, this is curious. Call me cynical. Once again, call me cynical here, guys. But it is interesting that they quoted him saying that they have been monitoring his electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take the show off the air. And then they say that allegation, this allegation is untrue. Well, which one? There were several ones that were uh, that were portrayed in there. Uh, by the way, Tucker Carlson has never been an intelligence target of the agency. That is peculiar as well. Uh, let's go ahead and play really quickly Tucker Carlson responding to these uh, NSA denying the allegations, and then I want to get your thoughts, gentlemen. Just minutes before air tonight, the NSA sent us an infuriatingly dishonest formal statement, an entire paragraph of lies written purely for the benefit of the intel community's lackeys at CNN and MSNBC, all those people they hire with the titles on the screen. They also tweeted it out a few minutes ago. Now, last night on the show, we made a very straightforward claim. NSA has read my private emails without my permission, period. That's what we said. Tonight's statement from the NSA does not deny that. Instead, it comes with this non sequitur. In part, quote, Tucker Carlson has never been an intelligence target of the agency. Okay, glad to know. But the question remains, did the Biden administration read my personal emails? That's the question that we asked directly to NSA officials when we spoke to them about 20 minutes ago in a very heated conversation. Did you read my emails? And again, they refused to say. 
So, I mean, I think that it would have been very easy for the NSA to uh, release a statement saying we have not, you know, gotten a hold of Tucker Carlson's emails and read them without his knowledge. Uh, instead, they released this bizarre statement on Twitter that really just, I think, adds more questions to the ongoing allegations. Uh, Chandler, I'm going to give you a stab at this first. It, we, it really shows me that we have arrived at a very Orwellian place in our government. That statement read like something out of the Hunger Games. You know, <laughs> they, they don't explicitly deny it. And the fact that they don't is basically admission that they have indeed been spying on Tucker Carlson. The only thing they denied is that it's for the purpose. It's not yeah. for the purpose of taking a show off the air. Right. So this blatant dishonesty and this blatant surveillance. And, and personally, I don't know about you guys, but I 100 percent believe and buy that the NSA, with whatever reason they have, whatever, you know, terrible reason they could come up with would, would indeed be spying on Tucker Carlson and the fact that the NSA whistleblower even read back facets and information of what they had discovered to Tucker Carlson, I can only imagine like what, what kind of moment that is. Like I can imagine Tucker Carlson sitting at his office getting a text from an NSA whistleblower and they re he reads back a message that Tucker had sent to his producer. Can you imagine something like that? <laughs> That's where our nation is at this point. Yeah. It hasn't even been half a year, has it? Or maybe it's been you know a few months mm -hmm. of the Biden administration. We have not gotten so far, uh, but yet we've arrived at this place already. It's, it's one of the most insane things I've ever seen in my lifetime. And I'm only 16. I'm not even two decades old yet. And this is where we this is where we are already. And this, of course, is uh, Eric coming from the administration who said explicitly that they would not be doing that, that they would not be spying on journalists, that they also that they were going to have the most transparent administration ever. The transparent NSA, those don't belong in the same uh, conversation. Right. But I don't know why we even like acting as if we would be yeah. surprised that the yeah. NSA of all people would be caught spying on Americans. That's what the, the hilarious thing about the latter half of that message is. You've already been, I mean, I'll, That's right. plenty of whistleblowers come. What do you think the Snowdens and all them other world came about from? What do right. you, what institutions do you think were involved in that? The NSA. So of course that, that, that in itself isn't surprising, but yes, this is all about rhetoric. This is what they do. They gaslight the red herring. Of course, they're gonna not answer the question directly. So what they basically were saying, like it wasn't for this purpose. We, we, he's not a target, but that doesn't mean we ain't seeing emails, <laughs> but we're just saying that he's not, a, he's not necessarily a, a, a target instead of directly saying, okay, no, this is not what it is that, that, that we're doing. Look, this isn't anything new when it comes to That's the right. NSA. In fact, it's more safe to assume that they are, you are on a list. If definitely, if you got, I know I'm, I gotta be on a few of their lists. <laughs> oh, yes. with, the, with the NSA, all the crazy stuff that I say, at least according to their standards. So it's not unreasonable, especially with the administration that's now in power. Uh, so who is essentially giving them the, the, the marching orders. It's not necessarily bizarre that someone like that, definitely that's influential on the opposite side of the political spectrum would be spotted upon. Yeah, look, thank you. Let's get real. And it doesn't matter who's in the White House, okay? The, yes, NSA, the NSA spies on American people, not just Tucker Carlson, historically. So does the CIA operate ops on domestic soil, although they're a foreign agency, right? Here's the reason. The FBI, the CIA, the NSA do not answer to the White House. 
There is a deeper state. There is a higher authority than the President of the United States in this country. And the sooner we realize that there are puppet masters, the top 300 families in this country and the world that really pull the strings, that absolutely controls the NSA and the CIA and the FBI. We had Trump in the White House and it was not his FBI. Yeah. It was not his FBI. We had Trump in the White House. It was not his NSA. It, was not, it wasn't even Obama's. It's above Obama. It's above the office of the president. Now we've got to roll the clock way back, way back to the inception of the FBI and really go look at why these organizations were established, much akin to Mossad in Israel. They do not answer to the premier of Israel, okay? There is a higher authority where they control ebb and flow certain things. So absolutely, for all we know, it's all of us. The general American population, they are constantly surveying. This time around, you've got hard proof and evidence to nail it to the wall, paper, not jello, and say, here's, <laughs> a, here's a fact. Now, America, what we thought was happening, here's proof. Tucker, an outspoken individual now saying, they are reading my emails, and it's plausible deniability. Mm. You give a statement without giving a statement. Yeah. You don't talk about the emails, just go, you're not a national security target. Right. I can tell you that. Right, right, right. Well, and then... But I can't tell you that we've gone through your trash and your kids, you know, your kids' school records and whatever. But you're not a target. Also, I'm going to give you like three different statements that you made and say, well, this allegation is untrue. Like, well, which one? You just included three of them. All right. We've got more to come, including the CNN congratulating the Chinese Communist Party on all their great work over there sterilizing people, I guess. We've got more on that. After the break, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So if you have not yet tried a Built Bar, you are missing out. These are protein bars, but they taste like candy bars, okay? So you're going to have a great tasting snack without feeling like you have to go spend an hour in the gym afterwards to make up for it. You don't have to feel guilty. It's not going to expand your waistline. We know you're going to go in your pantry and you're going to find something. You don't want it to be the Snickers bar, all right? So put Built Bar in there instead. It is high in protein. It is high in fiber. It is low in calories. It is low in in carbs. You are going to thank me later. As many of you out there have, you guys keep sending in your, I'm, you're like, I love hate you now, Sarah, because now you've gotten me addicted to Bill Bar. And I love them, but I keep buying them. So I'm like, you're welcome because now you have something healthy to snack on. And uh, you've got a ton of different flavors to choose from over there, by the way. So you will not run out of new flavors to try. Uh, you can go to the new URL. It's built.com. Use promo code NEWS15. You will save 15% off your first order if you use promo code NEWS15 over at built.com. I know for those of you out there, you probably are not, if you're watching this program, you're like really smart and in tune with what's going on in the world and have absolutely no reason to watch CNN. So sometimes we feel the need to just give you just a little, just, just a little flicker of what you're missing uh, over at CNN, the, uh, of course, communist uh, news network, or I guess I should say China China news network. I don't know, whichever one. They uh, tweeted out CNN International's Twitter account, tweeted out the Chinese Communist Party is about to turn 100, but Xi will be the real star, which is just, that's, that's 
uh, incredible. Just an incredible statement to make amid, you know, what we talked, Chandler, when you were on the program a couple days ago, we talked about how YouTube was censoring yeah. uh, all of these undercover videos that were uncovering all of the human rights abuses that China is currently, uh, you know, engaged in. But the Communist Party is about to turn 100. So I guess CNN, CNN just doesn't see that. They don't really care about the, the genocide. They don't really care about the people being thrown in camps and prison. They don't care about that. It's all about their great ally and friend, President Xi Jinping. In fact, mm -hmm. I think that's a more glowing statement, a more happy, you know, proud, positive thing they gave to Xi Jinping than they ever gave to the sitting president of the United States at the time, point. Trump. <laughs> they were happier with Xi Jinping, the authoritarian, autocratic president of a nation which has been proven to be committing a genocide against one of its minorities within its within its borders mm -hmm. and they're happier about that i think that says a lot about that so-called reputable news nation that we or a news station that we all are supposed to be listening to it does it does and eric to add to his point i mean they did call trump the fascist <laughs> yep. so. this is why you can't take any of Zero. obviously the cnn you can't take them seriously at all and look get it human rights violations are happening within these borders by way of the state and you can at least talk about that but that's why it's so hilarious for cnn to cover it in the way that they cover because yeah we know that's happening in other other spots but they're highlighting g as if he's like the beacon of i don't know what hope he say calls him the star ccp has a lot of i mean good luck trying to dethrone on a, a mouth we're talking star of what killing people what exactly oh is he gosh. is he is he supposed to be uh, uh the star of but you bring up a great point in that when it comes to the previous president they had almost nothing but even right now i was on there Yes, I know I'm looking for content. That's why I was on <laughs> CNN's website looking uh, to see what other stupid stuff they say. And they still talk about Trump in really the same form and fashion that they that they uh, did before. I mean, I guess yeah. that has to do probably with clicks or rather they with ratings. The ratings. They need the ratings. They really need it. They're desperate. CNN's desperate more than anything mm -hmm. uh, of that. But man, this is amazing. More so because of how the conversation is so controlled around around China, where it's like, Anybody that comes out in opposition to it, this is why they immediately claim you as, I don't know, being racist or something. When you talk about the origins of, of even like a virus uh, of this of this magnitude, it's kind of bizarre. So it does make it sound at minimum like there is some sort of relationship between it, like Chinese government as well as uh, uh, CNN, because they speak entirely too positive uh, uh, of China. It's yeah. weird, man. It really yeah. Weird. So so here's what you do in life. You call your friends on their birthdays. You congratulate your friends, not strangers. You show up for their parties, you celebrate them, you speak well of them. And this is why this is happening. You gotta follow the money. The same money that funds CNN, funds multiple operations in China. The, the links are so strong. And here's the real keynote. The reason Xi is their star is because he is their role model of how to run a socialist state a communist state and this is where they want to take our country he is literally their hero their beacon not just the organization cnn the puppets those funding it those behind it the same puppeteers right so they of course they're going to congratulate him because that's what they want they they want that that's the ideal and also may i say that's also their bailout bill hear me today because China is doing it around the world. Presidents are folding, flopping like fish around the world to China. China will show up in America when this administration has broken us financially and they will throw cash into this country and they will sell your birthright, okay, to China. They know 
That's the beacon. That's the new superpower financially. Mm. And so we yeah. better stay close to them because they're going to come bail us out when the monopoly money we're printing, <laughs> right, can't be paid back. Yeah. So this is 100% Joe Biden's administration and CNN sucking up to their hero. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. gee, so think about that for a second. That's the ideal. I find, so I find it so difficult it. to wrap my head around CNN embracing Xi Jinping because they, you know, they put out all those ads saying, oh, we stand for the free press, we stand for honesty, we stand for mm-hmm. transparency. Don't they realize that if and when China comes and rises to strong power, and you notice that China has, have, has, has had a lot of investments into American farmland. They own uh, almost as much farmland as Bill Gates mm-hmm. does, and that's mm-hmm. a lot. So they're investing a lot into America. They want to conquer this nation in any way, shape, and form they can as a form of revenge. And expansionism as far as what their their borders are and what they expand themselves to. Uh, don't, doesn't CNN realize that if China comes to power, they're not going to exist anymore? <laughs> At least not in the current form. It'll literally be the Chinese news network. No more cable, no more uh, honesty. It's just reporting what the state tells you to report. Doesn't CNN realize that they're fighting against their exact own interests? Yeah, well, that's fair. Although I, I have it's to say it wouldn't, really cha- it wouldn't change too yeah. much from what they're exactly. already yeah. doing. <laughs> exactly. they, just w- they just at least have a choice in the matter now. Yeah. Uh, they won't then All right, uh, let's move topics over to Representative Ilan Omar, who uh, was pressed by Jake Tapper uh, about her recent controversial statements, who some might call uh, anti-Semitic. She kind of have a history. She has a history of making these outlandish, uh, offensive statements. Here is what uh, she had to say on whether or not she regretted comparing the United States to Israel and Hamas terrorists. Watch. Do you understand why some of your fellow House Democrats, especially Jews, find that language anti-Semitic? I have welcomed any time, you know, my colleagues have asked to have a conversation, to to learn from them, for them to learn from me. I think it's really important for uh, these members to realize that they haven't been partners in injustice. They haven't been, um, you know, equally engaging uh, in seeking justice uh, around the world. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Beautiful. Uh, Here's a Somali Muslim who historically, her heritage, can't stand the Jews. You could just go, let's go back two, three, four, seven generations. Let's go to Somalia, okay? Radicalized. I'm talking radical. Central African band is radical at the moment. Cannot stand Israel. Will bomb the daylight out of Israel tomorrow if they had... You know, the wherewithal, mm-hmm. right? She's speaking for that community. Let's go look at her own community. Let's go to northern Minnesota. Let's go to the University of Minnesota and go look at what's happening on that campus in the northern region of the campus. How, how some of the Jewish community won't go to certain classes because it's on the northern border, because it's radicalized by her constituents or people. She, she couldn't care less. And then to come and say, well, they haven't done as much as I've done internationally. You've sown chaos internationally. You've sown chaos in our country. You offend now. Look, it's a pretty mean feat to offend your own party if you're a liberal. (laughs) Because because they will defend you. You you murder people in cold blood on camera. They'll say, you're not seeing straight. Mm -hmm. She didn't do it. And for them to turn against her on this to go, hey, listen, maybe you crossed a line here. Um, tells us also it's a little foreshadowing of where that party is going. And I'm concerned about that party for for this particular point. There's an exit to be an ally of Israel in our country at the moment, a massive exit. 
And for me, the spiritual ramifications of that, the hand of God on this nation, that is, that is a battle you don't want to pick up. Yeah. In Ilhan's statement right there, uh, she said that she and other people had learned from her. But I think the only thing we really learned from what she's ever said is that she truly hates this nation and despises most people that live here. Mm -hmm. um, also, Eric, also. last word on this, also that she married her brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, word. this is, uh, it's not just with her. Um, I've always, I mean, I want to say admire, but it's fascinating, let's say that how they have been able to pin like being the whole anti-Jewish on the opposite yeah. party, mm -hmm. yeah. considering mm -hmm. the stuff that they get to get away with saying. Now, I'm not even making the claim that she is being anti-Semitic. I'm just saying people have said less with uh, R's next to their name. Right, right. And they get called everything in, in the book. Meanwhile, for folks like us say really crazy things that absolutely end up in like the uh you know with some sort of conflicts like we mentioned before with the rise of attack on on jewish people and then she just gets away with it. that's impressive yeah it is uh all right we've got more to come first we want to thank new sponsor of the show hunter douglas so if you guys uh are in need of some new blinds new shades uh new shutters they have unique shade designs that actually transform raw sunlight it casts this really gorgeous glow across the space brightens the dark corners of the room. They've got these really advanced fabrics that provide clear views to the outside of your home while providing, you know, your privacy inside because you don't want people to see inside, but you want to be able to see outside and you want to let that light in. They've got energy efficient shades that lead the industry. Uh, they provide insulation against heat and cold. You've got year-round comfort. And let me just tell you, uh, you're going to see the savings on your utility bills. But let me tell you what the most exciting part is. It is their PowerView automated shade system. They, they can, you can transform uh, your program your shades to move automatically throughout the day based on what you want. So like at two o'clock, if the sun is a, in a certain place and you want to block it, you can make sure that at two o'clock the shades go down a little bit. Uh, you know, protect your your uh, your floor from casting this giant glow on their giant shine. All right, this is super 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 advanced technology, a really awesome and beautiful addition to any home. Visit HunterDouglas.com/slash/y today for your free style gets smarter design guide. They've got new creative ideas, smart solutions for dressing your windows. I'm telling you guys, especially if your house is maybe a little bit older and you haven't upgraded your blinds or your shutters or your shades in a while, you can make your home look like a completely different house just with these shades. You can go to hunterdouglas.com slash why. San Jose became the first city in the nation to require gun owners to compensate taxpayers for firearm violence. So, you know, you may be thinking, if I don't live in San Jose, I don't need to care about this story. But let me just tell you what starts in San Jose. Let's see what happens because they are the first city, but I don't think that they will be the last when you look at the Democrat-run uh, cities and what they are doing right now. So this was a unanimous vote uh, that uh, we assume is going to be challenged by some pro-gun organizations, but the San Jose City Council passed ordinances to require every gun owner to buy liability insurance coverage for their firearms. Gun owners would also be required to pay a fee to compensate tax taxpayers for the emergency medical and police responses to gun-related injuries and deaths. Uh, they, they, by the way, have not decided on how much gun owners will be required to pay. They're waiting for a gun harm study uh, that is being done to figure out what, what they want to set that number at. 
But uh, this institute that they are using estimated that gun-related homicides, suicides, and other shootings cost San Jose around $63 million annually. Gentlemen, who'd like to go first on this? Our legal system is, I'll be short, our legal system is written on precedent. This sets precedent, so you're right. This comes into action. Even Look, they aim here, and even if they get a smaller victory, it's a victory. Now it's precedent. Now your ambulance chasing scumbag lawyers across the country can go make the case and go, well, San Jose. So it sets precedent. This is a gun tax. Let's call it what it is. This is Beto O'Rourke who says, I'll buy your guns, and if you won't sell it to me, I'm just going to tax you per, per item. Each magazine, each gun. We're just gonna, this is a gun tax, so if I can't break the Second Amendment, they'll just financially right, right. push the gun o- owner into oblivion so he can't own weapons anymore and defend himself. Yeah, wow. yeah the, uh, this is insulting, and their reasoning for it, or what they think that they're doing is even more insulting because they're acting as if the gun owners out there in San Jose are stupid because the guns that are being utilized generally in these, if, if we're talking about actual acts of aggression at, you know, removing suicide from it, but you know, homicide and the murder that has nothing to do with the more responsible gun owners. So right now, all you're effectively doing is punishing them. This is how it starts with so many other different licensing and all, all mm-hmm. sorts of things where it effectively makes it not even we don't want to jump through all these hoops just to be able to to own a weapon. And when you need it, you don't have it. There you go. But that's what this is, is that they're assuming that the people are stupid. And I wouldn't be surprised if folks try to mimic that, especially in these Uber Uber blue cities where they're trying to require people to get certain licensing uh, and, and all sorts of things just because they own a weapon, just because there's another problem that has absolutely nothing to do yeah. with, the, with the responsible gun owner. So so the, the person that goes to work minds their own business every single day that owns a, owns a gun for the sake of uh, uh, protecting themselves now is being punished for rising homicide like that doesn't there's no even link uh, a link there you're just punishing people for owning owning guns let's just call it what it is mm-hmm. yeah being a gun owner today is, is starting to seem a lot like being an, un, an unvaccinated person <laughs> you are treated like a, a drag of society you were treated like a criminal like you said they are trying to punish uh, the average citizen who is exercising one of their constitutionally defended rights given by their creator uh, to defend themselves and to have a well-regulated militia. Uh, they're punishing the people that are engaging in this uh, for other people who may not be following it for the exact same reasons that may commit crimes, violent homicides, all those different things. And it's a lot like B- uh, President Biden calling uh, getting your vaccine a patriotic duty. Is that implying that people that are not vaccinated are not patriots? They don't stand for this nation. They don't stand by, uh, you know, the flag. I mean, I think we've seen some vaccinated people who refuse to stand by the flag. You know, uh, Ilhan Omar, Gwen Berry, they're, they're very similar in my opinion that they do not stand by this nation and they do not stand by this flag. And yet Biden is the very first one to come out there and clap for them. And, you know, I'm sure he, if he knew about that, if, you know, somebody asks Jen Psaki her opinion and how President Biden feels about that San Jose thing right there, I'm sure he'd clap that up and beg for some chocolate, chocolate chip ice cream because we all know <laughs> nobody is really thinking anymore. Yeah. I mean, if that's really, if that's able to get passed and you said by a majority, Mm. we're in big trouble and and just look at this from the lens of you know like you said precedent 10 20 years from now imagine how difficult it is going to be to own a gun and imagine all the people that are going to move out of san jose move to texas and move to georgia but bring in the exact same ideas and vote in that exact same crap uh in you know atlanta georgia wherever they wherever they move themselves and imagine that exact same you know that exact same act being pushed it's not going to be good yeah all right we got to take a break we'll be back I also am told 
that if you put any additional requirements on anything, like... Hey, uh, don't forget, those of you who are watching wherever you are watching this program, you gotta go over wherever you get your audio podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. It will take two seconds and it will help more people be able to find the show because what we want in this world is more people watching and listening to the news and why it matters and less people watching and listening to uh, CNN, the Chinese news network. All right, that's what we need in this world. Let's make it happen. Also, if you write us a good review, uh, you may see it read live on air like the one today from... Foot, foot works, foot e works. I don't know. I where do you guys come up with these? But I don't know. Sometimes I can't read them. Sometimes I read them hey, and it's I'm like, five stars, what? okay? No, I know, but I just, I, you know what? It is funny though, because sometimes when you come up with the screen name and you're like, foot works. I don't know. I'm just gonna write something kind of ridiculous and go with it. Uh, all right, where I get my news, this show and Louder with Crowder are the two shows I listen to every day. Love them both and love Sarah and her guests each week, especially the proud libertarian, Mr. Eric July. Also loved his comments about Ron Paul in episode 804. Agreed 100%. Keep up the good work. Great work. And I strongly recommend this podcast. Thank you. And uh, what a compliment to be put in the same category as Louder with Crowder. We appreciate it. Remember, get your reviews in, guys. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.